1: to the show. I'm Marcus. This is South Coast Tonight. Chris will be back tomorrow, uh, but we're taking your calls here at 508 996 Chris will be back Friday. Sorry, not tomorrow. Um, that was New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell. Always good to have him in. I know he was just on with Tim for an hour, but I do appreciate that he appreciates local media. So <clears throat> 508-996-0500. Oh five hundred is I can get in the program. I'm also taking a message on the WBSM app chat. So I think a lot's happened in the last uh, few days. Um, other than you know, looks like the Republicans are projected to control the House here. Um, uh, control the House uh, narrowly. It's I think the low. The it's going to be end up being the smallest House minority. Uh, House it's going to end up being the smallest House majority um, until Sids. Uh, 1920. I think it is since 1920. So that's, uh, that's pretty significant. Um, it's going to be difficult to get things done. Um, uh, Mitch McConnell was pretty soundly elected, uh, to be the, um, to be, to retain his job, uh, to retain his title as a uh, house minority leader. Um, 37 to 10 after Scott uh, Rick Scott had staved off. Uh, uh, Rick Scott had challenged him. I think Rick Scott uh, has been, you know, my, my theory in Rick Scott's is he's been blacklisted for, he was in charge of running the Senate campaigns. Uh, he was blacklisted for screwing it up so badly um, that uh, I think he's got to now take the position of being a rugged outs- uh, outsider, rebranding himself. Um, but uh, kind of like Mitt Romney. 508 996 0500. Good evening.
2: Yeah, how you doing, Mark? Good, how are you? Oh, doing alright. You know, this, uh, FTX, uh, crypto exchange, uh, story is, uh, it's only the tip of the iceberg. Uh, Charlie Gasparino, the senior correspondent for Fox Business, mm-hmm. has read extensively on it. Uh, Matt Levine, uh, Bloomberg News, and, uh, also the Financial Times. It's now being reported that, uh, that Sam, uh, Bankman, uh, fried freed uh, we know that, uh, according to the news reports, thirty-nine point eight billion dollars—I'm uh, sorry, million—thirty-nine point eight million dollars was given to the uh, Democratic Party, sure. especially uh, the Democratic uh, How much Public that- ash- Action Committee. How much was that again? Uh, How
1: much did he give? Thirty
2: something million. Uh, thirty-nine point eight million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, s- second behind uh, George Soros. Sure. Uh, he also gave a million dollars to Chuck his okay. campaign. And uh, he gave $74 million to Joe Biden's 2020 presidential uh, campaign, His uh, Joe Biden's run for the White House. It's now being asked uh, why this foreign money was being uh, given, was being allowed in U.S. elections since uh, <laughs> Sam Bankman Freed was living in the Bahamas that, and the a... company was based in what the Bahamas. What do you
1: mean? Yeah, it's incredible. What is, what is it? I, I mean, so... So in 2010, there was a U.S. Supreme Court decision called Citizens United. It was a five to four opinion. Um, by, uh, their, the opinion was written by Anthony Kennedy and basically they said since money's speech and I think they said, uh, corporations have first amendment protections that, uh, as long as you set up a, basically as long as you set up a political action committee, now people like you and me are precluded. People like you and me can only donate, I think 2,800 total to a federal election. But as long as you set up a PAC, a political action committee and that PAC, uh, you can um, you can donate an unlimited amount of money uh, to uh, in efforts to get people elected, it, 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 and, and and in a lot of you know Massachusetts is different. In Massachusetts, you set up a PAC here, you have to have some disclosures. But in a lot of a lot of places, you don't have to have disclosures. So that allows for what's been called dark money to come to 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 pour into our elections. And yeah, obviously it's going to help now Democrats too, but it's the Republicans that push for it. It's the Republicans that, that voted for it, frankly. Um, and, and it was, a and the Citizens United decision was, was uh, because uh, the the plaintiffs in the Citizens United Citizens United was a, a political organization that had wanted to run a propaganda film about Hillary uh, a certain amount of days before an election and they were barred from campaign finance laws to doing, uh, for doing um, for, to do to, to do that. So right, I, you know. But
2: I, so would But the but what the, the the argument is that then it's been on both sides of the aisle as far as foreign money and the influence. Uh, you know, the the extent of foreign countries' influence on U.S. elections. So uh, a lot of this is going to be investigated and, into uh, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried and the extent of the, the money that he was pumping into uh, the Democratic Party, which yeah. they say, according, was 90% of the money was being pumped into the Democratic Party. Sure. As far as him campaigning. Yeah. And uh, Maxine Waters was questioned. And, uh, and asked well, well, if, you Maxine, know,
1: since, Maxine Waters is chair of the financial, ser- uh, House Financial Services for people who don't know.
2: And she was asked, you know, uh, that the, the money that was given to the Democratic, uh, candidates, if that money should be returned back to the investors. Oh, come on. Because they're saying that this is, uh, as big as, uh, it's an Enron style fraud, is how it's being described. I mean, uh,
1: I don't know. Enron like killed literally killed people. Uh so I don't I I wouldn't necessarily call this an Enron st- I don't know if it's an Enron style fraud um but uh again it's it's do you, do you think the democrat so what they're saying you think that the democrats should return the money because uh return donation money that they received um that can be traced back to SBF because uh it was um gained uh, illicitly is is what you're saying basically
2: that it was gained uh well because of the uh they're filing bankruptcy and mm-hmm. they said the value because of the value of uh f uh, ftx crypto exchange was 11 billion mm-hmm. so they're filing bankruptcy if the, the losses should be returned uh the campaign funding uh should be returned back to the investors to recoup their losses um that's basically what the uh the argument is but uh, this is the tip of the iceberg. If you want to know more about it, uh, read uh, Charlie uh, Gasparino's. Uh, he's written extensively on uh, uh, on Fox Business and uh, Matt Levine, Bloomberg News and Financial Times. Sure. And they will describe who the individual candidates that receive money and one thing that should be emphasized here is that uh, Sam Bankman-Fried also gave con- campaign contributions to Democratic candidates yeah. that uh, had uh, the oversaw cryptocurrency legislation. I'm sure he did, and it, it impacted the regulation. So this is this is a story that's going to be very big.
1: <laughs> no, no, it already is. It's already very big, right? Uh, and I'm sure that happens. I mean. This isn't a novel concept, uh, people uh, in industries doing illicit things but giving money to, um, you know, powerful elected officials to that will oversee their their regulations and, and write laws for them. That's that's pretty common. It's America.
2: Right, but uh, what I'm saying is the extent of how interconnected the digital currencies are and how we're, The impact is going to be uh, widespread, yeah. And uh, as the days to come, you're going to find out more and more. It's not only that, you know, Chuck Schumer and uh, Joe Biden that received funding, but uh, as the story, like I say, uh, Charlie Gasparino, Matt Levine of the Bloomberg, and you're going to see more and more uh, as the days go on, and how many Democrats actually received funding from uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. I thought they did. you know, tell you about it. And yeah, no, I appreciate it. it research.
1: Is, I, I appreciate it. It is pretty interesting. Yeah. I've, I've been following that at a more of a cursory glance. Um, but I can definitely, I definitely should take a, a deeper dive into it. Um, because, uh, it is, it's pretty interesting and I guess, you know, yeah. pretty important too.
2: And let me just say this because you know, your legal background and you can go in, you know, find detail and all of that. And, uh, you know, talk about in future of your future shows you and 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 chris mccarthy
1: yeah absolutely yeah no it's definitely something we're gonna look well you
2: have a good night mark it's always good to talk to you as uh, as always yeah likewise show keep up the good work
1: thank you i appreciate that thank you so yeah i mean look um i'm sure you'll find those guys in enron uh gave uh (laughs) I'm sure, you'll find those guys at Enron gave a lot of uh, political uh, candidates money as well. So, um, you know, again, it's it's one of these things. It's like at a, at like a looking at it, you're like, well, why is this guy who's a list? You know, who is, you know? Why is this guy who? Is making money hand over fist, likely illegally or illicitly or um, in a way that a lot of people would say is, you know, uh, morally corrupt, able to um, bankroll the campaigns of people who will eventually write laws overseeing the industry that allows him to keep doing the things that he's doing. And that is absolutely something that is wrong and should be addressed. But it's not an issue that's unique to the Democratic Party. You know, again, Citizens United is a decision. It's a five to four Supreme Court decision that was in 2010. Actually, I remember uh, Obama... In 2010, after the Citizens United decision came out, um, and again, Anthony Kennedy wrote that uh, was the was the uh, I believe the majority opinion author of that decision. Anthony Kennedy, of course, and Anthony Kennedy, of course, a Reagan appointee. He was supposed to be. Well, it was supposed it was supposed to be Robert Bork in that seat, but then you know the the Senate killed Robert Bork's nomination, so Anthony Kennedy ended up getting tapped. But and Anthony Kennedy was mostly seen as like more of a purple-ish Supreme Court justice, which I don't think I think was an overestimation of how how bipartisan he actually was. And I think this decision, I think, tells you why. But um, when after Citizens United, when basically a company that wanted to make a movie about Hillary Clinton, but they wanted to release it X amount of days before an election, were not allowed to. They were barred by some, uh, by the, uh, I think it's the, I think it was the McCain Fine Gold, uh, something in the McCain Fine Gold law um, that uh, they took, they then appealed that and took it to, they, you know, they appealed that case to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court had said, because you're allowed to, you're not allowed to if you're a political organization, um, you know, founded in, founded for the purpose of making you know of pushing a political agenda at that time you were not allowed to release movies or any sort of uh yeah movies i think or tv shows or whatever you know x amount of days from a presidential election i think it was 30 days from a primary election or 60 days from a general election and so the people the citizens united pack Um, That used to be, it used to be a Citizens for Bush. It used to be a George Bush, uh, um, a George Bush political organization, uh, Bush Sr. They basically, they appealed it. They said, we should be able to release this movie. It's a First Amendment uh, right and all of that. And the Supreme Court, instead of like ruling on that particular issue, decided to use this as an opportunity to basically um, gut campaign finance regulations, uh, even though it was Probably pretty broadly outside of the, sco- the scope of the legal issue at hand. And so that's pretty much exactly what they did. And I remember Obama actually called the Supreme Court out on it in the, at the uh, State of the Union. He got some flack for it. Um, and then, you know, uh, he said that they overturned uh, centuries of election law. That's going to have a devastating impact on our elections. And then Alito famously was out mouthing in the in the front row. Not true. Not true. It turns out it was pretty true. And I think it's pretty evident here. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening.
3: Hey, good evening, Marcus. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Yeah, I'm calling about the same bank been freed because uh, I've been in crypto since uh, 2018. So... um so it's so interesting what's going on because it's like what what would basically be called a black swan event if it was like a regu- a regular stock market uh and what's going on the, regardless it i really do, obviously he he has connections to the democratic party but yeah. I, i'm going along more along the lines of what you're saying he was just trying to get in get in whoever's pocket was in power because that's how he was going to get regulations passed and the background story is so cool because um what happened is basically he was working with gary ginsler so the sec chair he yeah. was seen as the golden boy he was always on CNBC. he was saving basically companies that were going under yeah so uh and the problem with that one that in the background was basically sinking these companies right, so he would basically plummet their <laughs> coins or whatever, and then go behind the scenes and buy them out and pretend as though he was saving the company when in reality he's the one that created the mess so Incredible. everything's so intertwined it's so interesting, and actually there was uh, the company that um, went out there, so they they figured out it's an AI company, and they figured out what was going on um, because they created a program that allowed them to figure out that their coins were being manipulated, and so they went to Alameda Research, which is uh, the parent company of um, of uh, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank of uh, FTX. Okay, and and that's how everything got figured out was that he was basically Alameda was a a PR company and if you wanted your coin to be successful when you put it out that's the that's they were the go-to people and in reality what he was doing was he was pumping dumping and now it's all coming out and it's so interesting because if you're in the space and you know how how much influence he had. And, you know, he was seen as the golden boy, yeah. so on and so forth. Like, just last month, he had a big interview with CNBC. And then once this all came out, now it's like, here's the savior of crypto who ended up being the biggest scam artist
1: in the space. Yeah, right. And he had some principle called, like, and I don't know if this was, like, about, like, trying to help these companies out. It's called, like, effective altruism. Did you hear anything about that? Um, it was basically, yeah. I th- I mean, it's 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 all it's all very incredible. They're calling it like the Bernie Madoff of of uh, of our of our time.
3: Yeah, they're saying Lehman Brothers times ten because <laughs> yeah. they're talking about a lot of hedge funds that were invested into this company as right. well. I mean, they sponsor the the Miami Heat arena. So, there, right. you know, Tom Brady's involved, everybody. I remember when they got, and that's why he was seen as so legit because he had all these big-time names, big-time sponsors, and that's basically somewhat what's going on with Crypto.com. Now they're calling out all of these other uh, platforms and they're like well if they could do it and they were the biggest uh, what what about crypto.com and all of yeah. these other Crypt- so it's just opening the web and uh, and it's so interesting if you are in the space yeah,
1: cryptocom actually bought rights to the Lakers uh, uh, stadium too they it used to be the Staples Center now it's the crypto.com uh, arena uh, yeah. you know what's incredible is that the Super Bowl just happened I remember every other commercial being a crypto commercial and oh, yeah. uh,
3: and that's the sad part about it is you have blockchain te- technology is awesome right yeah. it, it basically it's transparent there's no scam, and it's bringing a bad name to the space but This is what was needed to kind of eliminate all the bad people. You know what I mean? Because now, uh, I don't know if anybody paid attention, but today it came out that the New York Fed is testing um, MasterCard, uh, a bunch of big names that are testing out digital currency. So. You know, this is just going to drive out the bad people and, you know, really bring attention to the space and regulation because that's what's needed. And that's why SPF was in the Bahamas from the first place. You know, he there's no crypto is unregulated. So it's a wild west out there. And uh, what this is going to do is bring a little bit more regulation, which, again, is what Sam Bankman Freed was working with Gary Ginsler on yeah. regulation, when in reality, this dude was just trying to manipulate the whole, the whole industry. You know, monopolize it, and that—that's what you could see. If you, now, in hindsight, what you see, he was trying to monopolize everything. You know, uh, creating coins that had no value, uh, dumping companies, and then going to buy them and looking as the savior. When in reality. He was scamming them the whole time. It's so crazy.
1: It is. It is crazy. As someone that is, uh, as you said in the space, are you, like, how do you feel about crypto as a um, as a as a product now, or as a commodity, or what it, as a thing?
3: Like everything else, you have the bitcoins, right? Which is, um, uh, bitcoin is gold, right? It, it's uh, it's a value, right? Where and then you have a coin called Ethereum. Where um, let's compare Ethereum to oil, right? You need oil for everything. Uh, it makes plastics, it makes roofing shingles, uh, you know, driving. So those those coins are like the blue chips. They'll always be worth something. Okay. Uh, they do something, so on and so forth. Sure. And then you have like the Doge coins, which yeah. absolutely do nothing. And yeah. the reason why they have value is like everything else. Artwork. artwork is only worth something if somebody's willing to pay that price. Yeah, right? So Dogecoin, for example, the reason why I'm using that, it's a meme coin, right? It became fashionable. Robin Hood was pumping it. Uh, everybody knows about it because Elon Musk, Elon Musk. Yeah. It, so on and so forth. So those are what would they call uh, uh, I'm going to call poop coins right? Yeah, right, <laughs> And those are things that, you know, you play with the market. You invest, it goes up, you take a little bit of profit, and you ride it. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's how a lot of people became millionaires in the space. Um, but in terms of I believe cryptocurrency is the future. Like blockchain technology. It cuts out the middleman. Everything's public. You know where everything's going, um, so on and so forth. And I think that technology is the future. If you want to hear about the the company that actually put Sam Bankman-Fried out there and contacted a YouTuber who went out and put all the and got everything going BitBoy Crypto. It's on YouTube. It's it's a a channel. And if you look at today's stream, he invites on the guy, um, the AI developer, who basically explains in layman's terms what happened and how they figured out what was going on. And that put the wheels in motion to everything else. A YouTuber basically blew this up because this guy didn't trust anybody he put the story out to nbc they didn't pick it up he put it out to abc they didn't pick it up he put it out to this guy who's a youtuber and he explains why he chose them because he's serious about the space and uh when he goes for something he doesn't back down and that's how this all came about it's so interesting it's so crazy again bitboy crypto on youtube Check it out. You'll 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 fall into the
1: rabbit hole just like I did. That, awesome call, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for calling in. Yeah, no
3: problem. Bye.
1: That was a great call. Yeah, that was it was really good. Um, it's pretty. It is pretty fascinating. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm going to take a break. Um, we'll take your calls on that, and we'll take your calls on some other stuff. Five zero eight
0: nine nine six zero five hundred.
1: Welcome back to South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500. A couple of great calls to start off the show on the um, whole SBF XTX FT. There's too many. It's too many of those letter that things S B acronyms F <laughs> the the whole FTX saga with Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, last caller, I think, explained it very well and probably better than I could have. What I do think is interesting about um, S uh, as Sam Bankman Freud is, he's one of these guys who is a, a practitioner of basically what's called uh, effective altruism, which is like more or less believes in like some evidence-based, quote unquote, evidence-based type of, um, you know, uh, efforts towards charitable causes. But one of the things it does is I think it it allows people like SBF to <clears throat> do awful stuff like that with, uh, some type of, as if he needs one, but some type of, I think, moral cover that he tried that, 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 um, that some type of moral cover basically, because what they're basically saying is he, he, you know, he, um, you know, he had lunch with this guy when, when SBF went to, uh, was in I think in college, he had lunch with this, uh, philosopher with, you know, he talked about how he wanted to give to, you know, he wanted to, Uh, help animals essentially and the guy said you should make as much money as you possibly can make and then you can donate to charities that uh, help um, you know that basically that that are you know uh, that help animals stuff like that and um, uh, earn to give is basically what it's called it's called earn to give right so you earn a lot of money and then you can give it away the problem with that especially in, in, a, in an area like finance, is that when you have a profit motive, uh, it's oftentimes in direct conflict with general human welfare, right? Um, so if SBF is trying to make all the money that he can to try to help animals, then... That's great. I'm all for helping animals. In fact, just let me side note, um, I don't know if you saw the column. It's on WBSM. It's on Form 107 as well. Maddie, uh, Maddie wrote it. Um, but it's it's the the cat this cat that's in the favorite animal shelter. I actually went to see him today. I went to pet him. A really, really nice cat um, named Spanky. And he doesn't have a, a home. He, he was in a home before and... Uh, he didn't, uh, the other cats didn't like him. I guess they were the aggressors, not him. But, um, so they, they brought him to the animal shelter. They surrendered him to the animal shelter and you can read the column. It's, it's incredibly, it's deeply, deeply, uh, saddening the read to read that column. But, um, I say that in hopes of somebody perhaps, um, giving Spanky a home. Um, I, you know, I'm a cat owner. Um, I, you know, I really, I love animals. So, um, I went to see him today. Uh, but I hope someone can give him a home because he's a very, very nice cat. a very nice cat, He's very timid. He seems scared. And, you know, basically he's very confused, uh, as to why he's, you know, in the shelter in the first place. He, he had a home. And that home apparently didn't work out for him, so he was surrendered to the shelter. And uh, it seems like a very nice cat, about a year and a half. About a year and a half, um, I, I again, I was able to pet him, and he was really nice. And uh, uh, I hope someone's out there. I know they talked about this on the phone 107 side. I hope someone's out there that can find a home for Spanky, I'm dead serious about this. Uh, I really, it's a really nice cat, and that story is so incredibly sad. So, please, if you are looking for a companion, uh, if you want another cat, cats are the best, and you should go to the Fave Animal Shelter and talk to Terry about adopting Spanky. So, um, and if you do, let me know. Let me know, because I might take them. So uh, you can check that out on WBS 74107. So anyway, SBF, he had this philosophy of effective altruism where you basically, you know, one of those one of the tenets is earned to give, so you earn a lot of money to give it away, uh, to give it away to causes that you like, like maybe finding, spanking a home. The problem is that in a lot of cases, the profit motive uh, runs in direct conflict with like general human welfare and so um in this case in particular uh you know in his scheming in his attempt to maybe make some people make some money to and of course that I don't believe it's the real reason when once you get that far into it that you're making billions of dollars just because you want to help people um i I do believe that it's because You know, he probably liked it and it's a lot of money and all of that. But in his, you know, in his pursuit to, in his pursuit to maybe if he's telling himself this, that I'm making all this money to give it away. He's still along the way hurting a lot of people. He's still hurting a lot of people on the way. So I just, one of the things I thought was interesting about SBF is that he had this philosophy of effective altruism where you earn a lot of money to, to, to give it all. You basically earn to give, if you earn a lot of money, then, uh, that's the best way to be philanthropic and, and helpful. Um, but we're finding out in a lot of cases that that isn't even true, you know, uh, with a lot of these people. Um, but anyway, uh, My point is, you don't need to make a lot of money to be charitable. You can go to the favorite animal shelter and get a home for Spanky. Please. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
0: 1420 WBSM, New Bedford's News Talk Station. We're the South Coast. They know the local issues from the inside out, and they call it like they see it. Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow are back with more South Coast tonight on WBSM.
1: Hey, welcome back to South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus, 508 996 0500. I get the program open phone lines. We had some great calls on the um, FTX uh, saga with Sam Bankman Freud. Been talking about that a little bit. I've been encouraging you to go um, find a home for Spanky, uh, the, uh, the, the one year old, one and a half year old uh, male short hair cat in uh, the Fairhaven Animal Shelter who uh, needs a home. I went to visit him today, and he is just the nicest cat. I have a cat. I'm, you know, like another cat. But if you give a Spanky a home too, that that's fine with me. Don't don't think you're. Oh, I don't want to take Marcus's cat. No, go ahead, please. Um, uh, because uh, I don't know. I was really taken aback by the story, and it was really sad to me. And. Think he needs a home, someone that uh, can give him a lot of attention. So, so 0500 um, is how you can get uh, on the program uh, this this evening. Uh, again, that was uh, you know Mayor Mitchell was on earlier today. We'll have uh, we'll have some guests playing for the rest of the week. Chris will probably be back on Friday, um, but I'm here with you and definitely uh, taking your calls on. You know, FTX, uh, SBF, uh, whatever their three-letter acronyms that you can come up with, uh, you can throw them at me. I'm here. Uh, I'm here, and I'm taking your app chat messages. I do have an app chat message. Hmm. Do you th- honestly trust people like Pelosi and Schumer to be the champions? No, of course not. So it, they're basically asking uh, me if I, I. Uh, Listen, I'll actually save that app chat for the third hour. I because I, I I've, I'm running up uh, against a break, and I, I obviously you know we got to play our commercial breaks here. That's so how we keep the lights on. So, um, I will get to that app chat message after the break. Um, let's take uh, a call. Hello. Oh,
4: hello. Hello. Hey. Am I on the air? Yeah. Hey. Uh, so I want to call and. Uh, tell you that my predictions were wrong last night oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes they were
4: it, it's all right though hey you know what I'm, I'm i'm happy he's running you know what i mean and um sure i think uh i think this time around he's gonna make the spot the spot move and and kind of watch what he says you know to the public
1: do you think uh, so do you, do you like him more than desantis
4: you know um i've always been a trump guy and i i, I really like desantis's um opinions on a lot of things that he, you know, how he runs his, his state. Um, I think he shows value in, uh, <clears throat> he shows value in you know, almost like um, like traditional family values, something that this country is lacking now. You know what I mean? And especially today, in, in, in today's age, I mean, I think he, he kind of harbors that uh, traditional family, you know, values. And, uh, I, and that's why I, I, I like DeSantis. But I mean, if I, if, if I was to, if I was to choose between the two, uh, I think Trump would have my vote. Okay. Um, and I know, I know I heard, I think I heard, um, it was either Tim or Brian. I know Brian's covering Phil, but I think it was either one of the two that said that they can't, um, they, I guess they can't run together cause they're from, they're, they're legally from the same state. They, re- they reside in the, in the same state. So they can't run as one as the president and one as VP. Is that a rule? Um, I'm pretty sure because I heard I heard one of them talking about it this morning, and I guess one of the one of the callers called in and uh, and and ended up saying, you know, I guess that they can't, they're not allowed to run. I guess it's against the rules. Um, yeah. I'll have to look into that. fact check it for me. See if I'm wrong. I I, I'll call, I will. I'll call. I'll call you again tomorrow night. We could chat again. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I
1: appreciate Tired. it. All right. All right, we're running up on the end of the second hour. I'll talk to you in the third open phone lines, and I'll get to your – I see some app chat messages. I'll get to those as well. So stay tuned, and uh, while, while the news break is playing, go go look at Spanky. Yeah. <laughs>